Hi, and welcome back to the Pleasing God podcast, a weekly show focused on helping Christians to think biblically, engage practically, and live faithfully for the glory of God. I'm your host, Jonathan Soule. And on this episode, I want to talk about a question that every Christian has wrestled with at some point in their life, and maybe at many different times. What is the will of God for my life? How can I discern God's will for my life? This is a question that maybe many uh, seniors in high school are thinking about as they're trying to make these big life decisions. What college should I should I attend? Where is God leading me? Or what should I study? Maybe another big decision on switching careers as you get older and what is God's will? What does God want for me in this? Where, where is he leading me? We ask these questions. Um, so whenever we face really big life decisions, that tends to be what is God's will? And how do we know that? How do we determine that? How do we discover God's will for our life? Whether it be having a child or who should I marry? Any of these big questions, we often think, what is God's will for my life and how do I discern that? Well, I think when we are considering God's will, we need to first recognize that there is the general will of God for all believers, and then there's the specific will of God. When we speak of the general will of God, we mean Um, Those things that are true for everyone, regardless of their life situation, circumstances, or questions that they might be asking. And so the general will of God for the lives of his people is first and foremost conformity to Christ, is second to share the gospel, and to make disciples, and to trust in him. So wherever you are, whoever you are, Whatever you're facing, these will always be true. The general will of God, conformity to Christ, sharing of the gospel, making disciples, trusting in him. That's why in the show, every time, with a reminder of God's general will for our lives, as Paul says to the Thessalonians, this is the will of God, your sanctification. That means your, your holiness, your likeness to Jesus. And so never, ever will the specific will of God contradict or take away from God's general will for our lives. So when we're asking a question about maybe a big life decision or, you know, should I marry this person? Should I go to that school? Should I take this job? Again, would the outcome of making that decision Take away from the general will of God, conformity to Christ, sharing the gospel, making disciples, trusting in him. Because we can quickly at that point recognize if that's true, if this decision that I'm to make, we don't make it because it would be contrary. God would be contradicting himself in that way. But I don't want to talk so much about the general will of God for all believers, as much as I want to talk about how can we discern God's will specifically. And I want to give just some principles that I think can be helpful 
and most of which could apply to almost any situation when asking the question, what is God's will for my life in this specific matter or whatever you might be facing? Um, So thinking about it specifically for the personal decision, I think first and foremost, we need to recognize and understand that God desires for us to know his will. Now, it might seem mysterious and it might seem like, God, we just send me a sign from heaven. Uh, well, he actually has his, his Bible inspired by the Holy Spirit. And within it, we can begin to understand a bit concerning God's will. We think about what the Apostle Paul says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. He says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what the will of God, what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Elsewhere to the Ephesians in Ephesians chapter 5, Paul says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. So he calls upon the believers to understand and know what God's will is. Again, to the Colossians in chapter 1, verse 9. And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you. And here's Paul's prayer. Asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his God's will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And so... Even from these passages, we can see that Paul makes it clear that God desires for us to know his will. So it's not so secretive that we can never understand it, we can never know it, and therefore we shouldn't seek after it. No, in fact, um, we are to seek God's will on all matters of life. And so that's the first kind of principle, I would say, is that God desires that we know Second way we can, when we think about discerning God's will for our lives specifically, we must understand that God's will will be in accordance with God's word. It's kind of how I began just talking about how his specific will for our lives will not contradict his general will for all believers. The same with when we think about God's word, it will not be opposed. So if we're making a life decision and Let's say it's concerning someone that we want to marry. Say he or she isn't a strong believer. You're not sure that person's even a believer. And you're thinking, well, I think God might want me to marry this person so that I could lead them to Christ. That's a bad idea. Because the Bible is clear about not being unequally yoked or in relationships of that intimacy with somebody that does not share in Christ. And so God's will is never for Christians to uh, date evangelistically. That would would not be in accordance with God's word. And so when we think about that, we, we should ask and, you know, kind of survey the biblical map when we're thinking about big decisions in life and seeking God's will on it. Is this in accordance with his word? And if it's not, we can simply weed out that we shouldn't make that decision or we should go in this direction or that direction as it would be uh, revealed in his word. So know that God's will will always be in accordance with God's word. So as we seek God's will, it should drive us more into his word. Another principle for discerning God's will is prayer. 
and not the kind of prayer like, Lord, this is my plan, bless it, and I hope it's according to your will. No, but to to be patient, to pause, and to think, and to sit at the feet of, of the Lord in prayer. James 1, 5 reads, If any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without a reproach, and it will be given to him. Deliberate, intentional prayer is necessary for discovering what God's will is for a specific situation that you're facing. We live in such a fast-paced world and culture that taking the time to stop and pray seems counterproductive because we, we need to we need to make that decision or we need to uh, you know time is of the essence but it's important that we stop we take the time to be still and know that he is God and be uh, deliberate in our prayers and not just one time but to continually be seeking the Lord in prayer concerning and to discover his will for whatever situation we might be facing. Certainly, the, the bigger the magnitude, the more time needed to be spent in prayer. And in doing so, we're accomplishing many things, and it's drawing us closer to the Lord by taking the time to pray. Be sensitive to circumstances. Now, and this is subjective, so we want to be careful, but when we're thinking about discovering God's will, God sovereignly uses circumstances to move about his purposes in the lives of his people. So maybe you're someone that's wrestling with which college am I supposed to attend or am I supposed to attend college? And it might just seem random that one college awards you this really good scholarship and you weren't sure which, and it becomes maybe through that circumstance, it seems like that door is opening or you couldn't financially afford to go to that school. And somehow someone comes through and wants to bless you. And that door opens. And I think that's important to think about with circumstances are doors that are closed open are doors that are open being closed And how do I know that? You want to be sensitive to what's going on. It's hard to read providence of the providence of God looking forward, but we can look backwards and see how and what God has done. And it's through circumstances and sometimes it's through his people. So I think those are things to think about. We ask the question, how is God working in us? And how is God working around us when we are thinking about his will for our lives? Now, if we stopped there, we would be dangerously lacking on many areas because we've only really consulted with ourselves, maybe our Bible, maybe the Lord in prayer. But we shouldn't make big decisions. We shouldn't say that we have discovered God's will without first talking to others. This is so valuable. When it comes to big decisions, we need to seek godly counsel. And this isn't just practically you know, speaking from John to you. No, uh, the Proverbs are very clear on this. Think of Proverbs 15, 22. Without counsel, plans fail. But with many advisors, they succeed. There is wisdom in a multitude of counsel. 
And so big decisions of life, seeking God's will for what you are to do, what direction you're to go in, I would encourage you to seek out mature, experienced Christians, those that you trust. It is so valuable. If you're, again, making big decisions about what school you should attend, I would encourage you to go to somebody that has walked in that path before you. Asking advice from somebody that's never been experienced that, um, you're probably better off talking with somebody who has walked down that road so that they can lean, lean back on how God worked in their lives and how through circumstances and prayer and God's word that they were able to discover and move and discern God's will for their lives. So uh, talk to those that have experience, that are mature, that are grounded, and that you trust. Don't find people that are going to tell you just what you want to hear. And as unbiased as they possibly can be, that, that'd be the way in which I would approach this situation. Seek godly counsel. Six, be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. We might ask, well, what does that look like? And there's a lot of, you know, kind of crazy stuff out there about how the Holy Spirit leads. But there's a lot of neglect, too, that the Spirit of God dwells within God's people. In Romans chapter 8, verse 14, we read, For all, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. And so there is a leading of God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit within us. And it's important that as believers seeking to discover and discern God's will for our lives, we need to be sensitive to how the Spirit is prompting us, how the Spirit might be leading us, and be willing to to go in that direction. And that comes, I say that towards the end, because that comes through being in the Word, through prayer, paying attention to circumstances, seeking godly counsel, knowing that God desires for us to know his will. And so while certainly there's a subjectivity here, we must not neglect the spirit of God that dwells within us. Where's God leading my heart? Is this, you know, the question we could ask, is this my will or God's will? Am I submitting myself to him or am I asking him to kind of submit to my will because this is where and what I want to do? And I think we just need to be mindful and sensitive to how the Holy Spirit prompts and guides his followers, his people to carry out his will. And finally, thinking about the will of God and and discovering it, discerning it. We must be willing to accept it and act on it. We must be doers of God's will. We can know it. Let's say God, you know, it's God's will. We're, we're convinced and through, through many means and circumstances and providence, it's God's will that I go off to this school or take that job or marry this person. Once you know it, you must do it. That's the purpose. It's not just to have an academic exercise. It's to be a doer of what God has revealed that you've discovered. Because in doing so, and living out God's specific will for your life, that's what pleasing God looks like. And it all ties in together. 
Because as we would seek to live out God's specific will in our lives, it will point us back to God's general will for all of his people. And that is conformity to Christ, the sharing of the gospel, making disciples, trusting in him, living by faith. And so wherever you might be in life right now, whether just starting out, maybe thinking about a career change or just big decisions, take the time. Don't make big decisions fast. Take the time to sit down and to deliberately and intentionally seek the Lord through his word, through prayer, paying attention to the doors that are opening and closing circumstances around you, talking with mature, experienced believers that have faced whatever you're facing. Be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit throughout the whole process and then be willing to accept and act on what you believe through all of these means to be God's will for your life. And my prayer is that as you would work through these things, that it would become more and more apparent to you, whatever it is that you might be working through, that you are walking in step with the Lord and you are following his leading, you aren't in front of him, but you are faithfully walking in the way that the Lord has called you to do. I pray it is helpful for you as you think through these things. I want to thank you for listening to the Pleasing God podcast. If you have any questions, I would love to hear from you. You could reach out at questions at pleasinggodpodcast.org. And remember, 1 Thessalonians 4.3, this is the will of God, your sanctification.